welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving, goal oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 230, Unveiling the Benefits of Mindful Drinking. Hello, how are you all? Welcome to June. This episode is a class that I taught this week called Unveiling the Benefits of Mindful Drinking, and we've turned it into the podcast of the week. I hope you enjoy, take some notes, and do what I recommend in the podcast, (laughs) in the class. And just so you know, the Alive AF programs are open right now until June 15th for enrollment. We have linked up the subscription box, the quarterly subscription box in the show notes, as well as the link to join the Alive AF monthly coaching program. Don't miss. All right, friends. Talk to you next week. Bye. Welcome to Unveiling the Benefits of Mindful Drinking. I am Angela Masenik. In case you don't know me, I'm a certified stop over drinking coach. I've had my business now for five years and I've coached hundreds of women to change their relationship with alcohol. My podcast has reached thousands of women and that has impacted their relationship with alcohol. And I'm very passionate about my work, especially because I used to be somebody that overdrank. And this little slide here just kind of gives you a brief glimpse at what my life's focus was at the time. I got married in a small boutique vineyard in Sonoma, California. That's me and my husband on our wedding day. Um, The bottom left picture is me in Vegas drinking some ridiculous gold dusted martini. (laughs) And then this picture on the right is me holding my line glass and posting on social media, trying to ungrouch myself. So I think this, this kind of just shows the scope of my relationship with alcohol, good times, grouchy times, everything in between. If it was sunny outside, I, my automatic response was like, oh, a glass of wine. Oh, it would be fun to have drinks. And I didn't even realize how entrenched I was in that culture of drinking and how much alcohol was a part of my life until I did this work, until I found life coaching and I uncovered why I was drinking so much and got away from that. And um, I had tried multiple things to cut back. I mean, I knew that I drank too much and I didn't like it. But then I would just try to tell myself, okay, you're not going to drink during the week or you're only going to have one and all that kind of stuff. And I was able to do that for a short period of time, but then it would creep back in there and I would experience hangovers on the weekends. Um, You know, I was stopping off at wine bars and things on the way home from work so I could de-stress from the day and get myself into a more relaxed state before I went home and took care of my children. Um, I have three kids. Um, They were born very close in age. Now they are 13, 12, and 10. Um, But when they were very young, I definitely was using alcohol as a tool to help me reduce my anxiety, my overwhelm, my stress of managing, you know, a full-time job, all the kids, all the things. And I did not like that. Um, So, you know, it came to a point where somebody recommended life coaching to me as it goes, right? Like, just like some of you here. And I learned why I was drinking so much. And that was more of an internal situation. It was about how I was thinking about my life. And it was about my emotional response to my life. And I was using alcohol to numb out from that, to make it more fun and to manage it. And once I learned how all that was connected, and I'm going to share some of that with you today, it completely changed my life. And it it was so compelling to me that I had to become a certified life coach that helped other women do this. And here we are. (laughs) Okay. So that's a little bit about my story. It's probably similar to yours. Um, And I'm just really excited to be here today. So now my story looks just different, right? I I'm actually like, this is the summer, like uh, June is my fifth um, sober anniversary. I haven't drank alcohol in five years. I'm very excited about that. It still like blows my mind because like this just feels like it was yesterday sometimes. And I can't believe that that's not what my focus of my life looks like. 
my for sure my focus of my life looks like this i see sunrises in the morning that's me riding a camel in morocco dressed in glam <laughs> and this is me hiking glaciers in alaska like that did not exist before i did this work and opened up my mind to what was possible learning how to believe in myself learning how to be uncomfortable learning about the human condition and applying that all of that stuff to my life. So I just want to paint a picture for you that if you're brand new here, or if you are not brand new and you're just coming back for a refresh that, you know, you can change no matter where you are in your journey with your relationship with alcohol. So today we're going to talk about the benefits of mindful drinking, and I'm going to be going over with you what over drinking is and what mindful drinking is and sort of the difference. And specifically why we overdrink, why it's hard to stop and defining what mindful drinking is. And it's probably not what you think. <laughs> um, tips on how to cut back. So immediate, and I'm also going to be sharing the immediate benefits of drinking less, what 30 days of cutting back could look like for you um, and what overdrinking is costing you. And then I will be sharing with you the details of my uh, monthly coaching program, Alive AF. And I also have a subscription box, a quarterly subscription box that gives you actually tactical tools to help you be mindful of your desire to change your relationship with alcohol. So I'm going to be sharing all that with you as well and answering your questions. And if you have questions about my story or any tips, and if we have time to get to them all, I would love to. Um, feel free to type your questions in in the chat as we're going. And then for sure at the end, we will get to as many as possible. Sound good? Again, if you just joined us, welcome. We are just getting started. I would invite you to turn off notifications, shut down Facebook, shut your door, make sure you have something to write with. And I'm going to be sharing a lot of valuable information with you today. And the people that listen, take notes, and then go apply and actually do what I'm suggesting will change their relationship with alcohol. Okay. So just before I get into that, um, I'm a life coach and I'm not a doctor. I can't help you if you want to quit alcohol, like get off alcohol if you're addicted and you know you worry about going through withdrawals or something like that. This is not the space for that. Most of the women that I coach are women that can take a couple of days off of drinking and they wouldn't worry about withdrawals or serious side effects. They have taken a few days off alcohol before, or even longer breaks. Um, and they just find themselves creeping back into their old ways, or they really struggle with sticking to their planned amounts, but they wouldn't label themselves as like an alcoholic that can't function. Um, most of the people that I work with have jobs, families are taking care of the stuff in their lives, but this is a nagging area in their life in which they don't feel that they have control over. So if that's you, you're in the right place. So getting a little bit more specific on that, this is a great class for you. If you feel like you are a failure when you come to controlling how much you're drinking, you feel frustrated that you don't start, you start things, and you don't finish them. You read books, you listen to podcasts, you try taking breaks, but it doesn't last. Um, you struggle with what ideas on what to do instead of drink. You can take a couple of days off drinking or maybe even longer, but you keep falling back into the same cycle. And you might be scared of changing your relationship with alcohol because your identity is wrapped up in that and all of your family and friends drink too. So your mind's like, what is my life going to look like if I start cutting back? And so that's a big fear that a lot of women have because it's so entrenched like it was with me, right? I got married in a vineyard. So that can just, that gives you one, like, that's what my focus was. I hosted wine tasting parties. I had wine club memberships. I vacationed in you know, the wine country, we went to Vegas a lot, we were definitely like a party, and alcohol atmosphere. And it is scary to think about like your whole life changing when you start approaching this work. So I just want you to know that that's normal, but it doesn't mean that you should let that fear direct your decisions that you make from here. So I just want to do a little check in in the chat and just type in, you know, what is currently happening with you in your relationship with alcohol? Like how much are you drinking? What's going on for you? Um, what are your struggles with it right now? Just take a couple minutes if you feel like sharing in the chat. And I think with that exercise, you'll see that you are definitely not alone. And I just want you to know that there's nothing wrong with you. And I'm going to get into some of the brain stuff here in a second too. But if you feel inclined to share in the chat, let me know just so I can get a pulse of who's here and what's happening. Um, just share that in the chat. Back to drinking every night with a few non-drinking days in between. I'm drinking every day. I want to stop, but it's a struggle. You lost your job, turn back to drinking. 
I can take days off, no problem, and feel great when I do. But it seems if I do start drinking wine, I have a hard time stopping at one or two. I have two drinks of wine Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Lori, you find yourself stopping and starting. Kelly, almost never drink anymore until my old way of thinking tells me it would be a fabulous, fabulous idea, but it never is. Janelle, currently have not drank in almost a month. Awesome. Drinking on weekends, over drinking to the point I sometimes black out, over drink with my anxiety. Stuck on the merry-go-round, wine every night. Drink almost every day, can't stop at one or two. I think I romanticize wine, but in actuality, in actuality, it makes me feel bad. Same. Ooh, this is good. I tell myself every morning, no drinking today, but half the days I have a stressful day and then I calm down with wine. Yes. I just completed 121 days alcohol-free. Had a glass of wine two days ago, afraid of going back to old habits. Drinking most evenings when making dinner, then continue through kids' bedtime routine. Oh, Deanna, maybe two glasses of wine a week or less, thanks to you. Awesome. Okay, well, I think that you all can see that you're in the right place. Okay, I'm very glad that you're here. If you are an old friend um, coming back for a refresh, I'm glad you're here as well. The more you can learn and apply and move forward and you know, acknowledging, I think all of you guys are here acknowledging that you want, you don't like your relationship with alcohol. Would you guys agree with that? Most of you (laughs) don't like it. Yes. Yes. Good. Hate it. Yep. Yes. That's just really good for you guys to acknowledge to yourselves, right? Instead of avoiding it, saying, pretending like it's not happening. It's just like, I don't like my relationship with alcohol. I'm ready to learn something about it and to do something about it. Good. Okay. So again, this just going to kind of like keep it in a structured way. We're going to, there's going to be three parts to this class, why we overdrink, why it's hard to stop and defining mindful drinking. I'm going to give you some tips on what you can do right away. And then we're going to answer some questions that I'm going to share with you, how you can work with me if you're interested in having me as your life coach to help guide you through this. Okay. So the problem with overdrinking. So we overdrink because we're seeking to feel an emotion that we currently don't feel in the moment we drink. So, for example, we seek to relax, to unwind, to de-stress, to take the edge off, to feel joy, or to amplify celebratory feelings. So, like, that, for example, that if it was a sunny day, and maybe it was on, like, a Sunday afternoon or something, the sun was out, I'd be like, ooh, the sun's out. Feel good, right? Feel happy about that. And they'd be like, oh, let's go sit outside and have a glass of rosé somewhere, right? So I'm using that that wine to celebrate or to amplify that feeling of happiness I had about it being sunny outside. And then on the other end of that, and then everything in between, the other end of the spectrum was I would have a really stressful day at work. My mind would be racing. I'd be replaying the day in my head as I drove home for work. I'd walk in the door and then like a whole nother set of jobs and duties and responsibilities are there waiting for me, right? Three little kids, husband, pets, all the things, the house. And I was like, I couldn't breathe, right? I was just like so overwhelmed, so full of anxiety. I would like beeline right to the wine cabinet for myself, right? Okay. And then maybe the second glass would be a little slower, might stop and then put do the whole evening routine, then have more watching Netflix and eating popcorn at the same time to totally shut down my mind. Okay. So I definitely was, it was a spectrum and I used it on the happy end and the bad end. And that was at the very end of my relationship with alcohol in the beginning, when I started drinking in college or whatever, it was just definitely more partying. I, I wasn't using it as a tool to de-stress but it changes over time. I think you guys can probably all relate to that, right? When you first started drinking versus where you are now, it's probably just increased sort of slowly over time. And that's because we're using it as an emotional tool. Once you say, oh, it helped me take the edge off. It's like, oh, another idea. Oh, it's sunny outside. Oh, let's have more fun with this. Let's keep the party going with this, right? So we unconsciously believe that alcohol is the answer to feel something we don't currently feel. It does become a habit, okay? But if you take out the habit part and you say, okay, what would I have to sit here and experience emotionally if I didn't drink that emotion that you've been trying to cover up at the end of the day or whenever it is that you drink will become very clear to you. It's hard to cut back because first of all, our culture, 
you know, like we're inundated with it. If you are somebody that drinks, you probably hang out with people that drinks. Your your family probably drinks, right? We're advertised with it. It's everywhere in restaurants, airports, vacations, fucking yoga classes at, at the end of a race. You know, if you exercise, like it's everywhere, right? So it makes you think that you should be able to drink it because it's so everywhere, right? Another reason why it's hard to cut back is because we don't have the right support systems with people who understand what we're struggling with. And we're not really aware of other things other than like AA or inpatient rehab or some, you know, intensive tight treatment program. And we don't want to tell people that we're struggling with it because we don't want to get that label of being an alcoholic, right? And then having everybody monitor our drinks. So we kind of stay hidden. We stay back with from getting the support that we need. We also just lack ideas of creativity about what to do instead. We're not shown because of our culture, because of our society, we're not shown a different way of doing lives, right? We're just shown like moms have a bad day, wine, right? But your mom, would your wine a sippy cup and go to the playground, <laughs> right? And then finally, we don't really fix the underlying issues to why we're drinking. Instead, we just try to fix the action of not drinking like taking breaks, fasts, abstinence in certain times or specific occasions. And if you just focus on the action or act of not drinking, it's not addressing that emotional component, the mind and the emotional component, which is the underlying reason to why you're drinking. Alcohol, overdrinking alcohol is a symptom to other problems. It's not the actual problem, okay? And if you focus on just stopping or cutting back, you're still going to be feeling the way you feel about your life. And that's going to be a hard and usually not a, a battle that's won unless you heal and work on the other stuff. Okay. And then really probably the most impactful one is that we've been struggling with this problem for so long that we have a really low belief in ourselves that we can make changes. We've tried so many things in the past where we label ourselves as somebody who stops, starts things and done, doesn't finish. All in, all out, right? And so that really holds us back too. So defining mindful drinking. So the way I define this is looking at intentional versus unintentional. So intentional is when you have intention to do something. You've made a decision deliberately and consciously to do something, right? That's what intention means. So with mindful drinking and you're being intentional with it, you make a conscious and deliberate decisions around alcohol based on the relationship that you want to have with it. You think ahead to social functions, dinners, weekends, vacations, and are mindful and thoughtful about what you want to do ahead of time and you make a plan, okay? Versus unintentional is you're making decisions around alcohol that are response are in response to how you feel or want to feel, just like I described before about the why we overdrink, okay? So you're, you're making unintentional unconscious decisions to take, to feel relaxed, to take the edge off, to quiet your mind, to, um, because you deserve it, to not be boring. Okay. You're making these in the moment decisions to drink usually because of how your day went or what you were doing socially, or if something went wrong or something unexpected happens. Okay. Can you guys recognize that you're probably for over drinking on the regular, you're probably falling into the unintentional bucket here versus intentional. Unintentional, you are letting sort of like the day, your energy, your mood, what happened to you dictate what you're doing with alcohol versus intentional is you're thinking about what you want to do with alcohol in spite of being reactive to what's going on in your life. Okay. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's what mindful drinking is, is being intentional and getting away from using it as an emotional tool to help you manage your life or your emotions. So now I'm going to share with you some tips on what you can do. <laughs> so if you are in the unconscious, unintentional bucket, you don't have to stay there. You can move into the mindful part of it and put intentionality behind what you want to do with alcohol. Okay. And before I get into that, I just want to tell you that I am somebody that helps you decide what kind of relationship with alcohol is best for you. I shared this on social media the other day. You know, I ran some Facebook ads to promote this class. And, you know, people that don't know me or my work like to say, you're telling alcoholics that they can drink. And that's not what I'm doing at all. So I just want to, you know, 
share that I think as an adult, if you want to change your relationship with alcohol and you're ready to work on that, that comes from a very empowered place and you evaluating your relationship with alcohol and then deciding what is best for you is the way to success. Whereas if you're labeled as an alcoholic and you're told by your family and friends that you can't drink and you have to stop and you have to do all these things, that's like being put upon you. And that's not your choice. It's not going to be a long-term solution because you're going to keep coming back to it. You're not going to solve the underlying reasons and all of that stuff. So I help you decide what is best for you in a non-judgmental, shame-free way. And that that's a practice that takes time. So whether you want to cut back or quit, I help you through this work, figure out what's best for you. And you just have to be patient with yourself, own your decisions. Of course, if you work with me in one of my programs or something, I help you understand your decision makings and can help them make help you coach you and help you make those decisions for yourself. I'm um, not like you're totally left alone on that, but does that make sense? So it's not a stop drinking program. It's not a moderation program. It's let's look at your personal relationship with alcohol and decide what's working for you and what's not, and then make decisions from there. So the immediate benefits of drinking less, I've sort of spelled out here on this slide. Within 24 hours, you have immediate confidence and pride that you followed through on your commitment with just one day. Who can relate to that? <laughs> Who like has here in this class, like said, I'm not drinking today. And then you don't drink. And then you wake up in the morning feeling like you could tackle the world. <laughs> yes. Right. It's so amazing. Like what can happen in just one day, you know? Like at work, if we follow through, I did all the things I was supposed to do today. I am winning right now, right? Same thing with alcohol. In 24 hours, you have a notable, a notable effect of not feeling puffy and dehydrated in the morning and you have a better mood, okay? Within seven days, you have a notable reduced anxiety. And this is just drinking less. For example, like 50% less, this is what you can experience. If you stop, if you take a 30-day break, you can expect more benefits. Okay. But within seven days of a reduction, notable reduced anxiety, better sleep, more energy, steady, stable moods. You're not so up and down and reactive to things. Um, you have desire to, to do more activities within two weeks. You have more clarity, right? You're not so foggy. You have more focused attention. You're higher. You have a higher rate of productivity. You have more decreased depression, depression, anxiety, and overwhelm even even more stable um, levels of energy throughout the day, increased happiness, and some have experienced weight loss. In 30 days, you have way more confidence that you can handle anything that's coming at your life. You know, everybody has unexpected challenges and events that happen in their life. And within 30 days, you can feel like, I got this. I don't need to drink to respond to these things, right? You have a much more increased self-trust right? Because you've, you've been working on honoring your goals and your commitments with yourself. You have more of a stable mood. You feel lighter, clearer, stronger. You've developed a consistent new habit. You're enjoying social engagements more. You're going to bed earlier and you're feeling like yourself again. You know, like five years ago, this is what I, I could probably start crying here, but I remember my first 4th of July, five years ago, and I was, I hadn't drank in like a month. And I went to the pool, the neighborhood pool that we belong to. And I was swimming and they had a DJ and like there was a big 4th of July party going on. And I was like playing volleyball in the pool with my niece who was like 19 at the time and just like feeling like a kid. That was me, my joyful, alive, happy, full of energy self that I had not experienced probably as an adult since I was a little kid. That was me. That was the real me. And it's just, there's no feeling like that when you know yourself, you know what you like to do and you're honoring and following through on that. It's there's alcohol has nothing on that feeling. Steph, you know what that feels like, right? Knowing yourself. <laughs> Missy, I love these days, days, but then I celebrate with drinking. Yeah. So imagine just being with that joy and aliveness all on its own and appreciating how you feel all on its own without needing anything to make it even better. Right. Because when you drink from that place of that excitement, that joyful, happy place, it actually numbs that. It actually steals your joy because usually we overdrink and then we feel like shit the next day. But if you can get some consecutive days under your belt, that just amplifies, amplifies and grows. And you just start feeling healthier and more vibrant. I like to say that it was um, 
you guys have seen Twilight, right? The vampire series. It's like a dirty secret. It's like one of my favorite movie series of all time. I literally just watched it with my middle child last week and we got through the whole series again. And when Bella becomes a vampire in the final one and she's running through the woods, like hunting and she's looking around, she sees the flowers open up and like the little dew drops on the grass leaves. That's what it feels like to me. Like I'm in tune, I'm alive, I'm awake. The, the veil has been lifted. Everything's in color, everything's in focus. That's what a compounding effect of continuing to drink less can do for you. So in 30 short days, you can go from a regular overdrinker to someone who is intentional with their drinking, having at least a 50% reduction in how much you're drinking or more, feeling more confident, having more energy and feeling like you are the right path towards the relationship that you want to have with alcohol. So this was just a testimonial that somebody wrote in about one of the programs, Alive AF. Before Alive AF, she said, I drank 72 to 96 glasses of wine a month. That was three to four overdrinks a week, not to mention about $225 spent on alcohol each week. I've learned how to sit with myself, do an evaluation, and be kind and forgiving of myself. The beating of myself up and self-hatred was just as damaging to my mental health as the drinking. My present numbers are 12 drinks a month. That's that. I think that's about a 70% reduction. Woohoo. So part of this work I also teach you is you should write this down is to stop hating on yourself when you have an overdrink. Because I completely agree with this woman that that talk, that self-talk that you have to yourself when you don't follow through on what you do is very damaging. It reduces your confidence. It reduces your energy. It makes you feel depressed, terrible about yourself. And when you feel those feelings, We don't like that. We want to escape it. So we're likely to keep on drinking. Lynn, my favorite part of having a say-so about how much and when I'm drinking is waking up in the morning proud and clear-headed. Yes, we get to decide that, right? Okay, so how? (laughs) Right, how do we do this? We want to be mindful. Okay, so remember going back to that slide, intentional versus unintentional. This is being intentional. You want to have an intentional plan for the week on how much you're going to drink if you decide that you want to keep alcohol and you want to work on just reducing, okay? You want to have the relationship with alcohol that you want to have in your mind. And then you want to write it down, okay? So if you're in my programs, we've got worksheets and stuff like this. We'll walk you through this. But if you're not and you want to play with this right now, today's Tuesday, you would write Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So for the next seven days, you write each day of the week. And then next to it, you would write how many drinks and of what kind of drink you would want to have with your goal in mind with the relationship that you want to have with alcohol. And you want to write it down on a piece of paper and you want to check in with that written plan every day and remind yourself what your intention is. Okay, so that's the first step always is to be intentional ahead of time. You don't want to make decisions if you're drinking or not at the end of the day. Because we know if you're making those decisions at the end of the day, you're probably in an emotional response and you're tired and you've, you know, used all of your mental resources throughout the day, managing the the other aspects of your life. So that's not a good time to be making decisions. The best time to be making a decision is like in the morning, the start of the week, when you're fresh, now would be a great time, right? You're not in the throes of the stress of everything that's going on. I would agree, Lori, you you did an evaluation, still hating on yourself from a big overdrink the other day. So to respond to that, your mind is triggered right now because you had an overdrink. So remember that slide, I'm gonna go back to it. When you're in this throes of this process, okay, you have to remember when you drink, your mind is gonna, it's like excess drama comes in. Your mind is triggered. Okay. And so you have more anxiety, more self doubt, more shame because you've had that overdrink. Right. And just know that that's what happens. That's it's, there's not a problem with it happening, but the less you engage with that overwhelm, the drama, the guilt, the shame about it, the better you'll feel. So you can notice I'm still in the shame cycle, right? It's kind of like, think about a thought bubble. I notice I'm still shaming myself and feel bad about it. And I'm mad at myself. Okay. And then you want to consciously decide, I don't want to engage with that anymore because I don't feel good when I do that. So I recognize it's there. And instead, I'm going to focus today on loving myself and doing things that are good for me. Engaging with that is not good for me. It's not good for anybody. And it's not motivating you to be better. I promise. Okay. 
when we feel good about ourselves, we do good. When we feel bad about ourselves, we want to escape and numb out from that, right? So it's there. It's okay. And Lori, I would choose to focus on treating yourself well, including not talking to yourself like that. Like don't even engage with it. All right. You're welcome. So you need to be committed to writing down a plan. Okay. If you're not drinking, if you, from this day forward, you're like, okay, for the next seven days, I don't want to drink. You want to write down the same thing. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all the days of the week, dash zero. Okay. So you want to commit and be intentional that you are not going to drink for the next seven days. Okay. So even if you are drinking or not, you still want to write down your intention. When you write things down and you think things through that engages the higher part of your brain that has your best interests at heart. It's like doing any project, right. Or planning a vacation or anything that is in the future, you make a plan for it, right? Nobody's just going to show up at Disney world. (laughs) right? Like, you know, that that's something that you would need to plan through and like what event you're going to go to and what ride you want to see. And like, do you need to get tickets to Harry Potter, whatever it is, like what hotel you're going to stay out. You plan that ahead of time. So you have a more streamlined experience, a more enjoyable experience, right? It's the same thing here. You want to plan ahead and that enforces your goal. That makes it bring it to the conscious level. You see it written down on a piece of paper and then your brain's like, okay, that's our map. That's what we're going to be doing. Let me know if you have any questions about this part of the intentionality about writing down your plan. Okay. The other tip I have for you is you've got your plan. And if you're cutting back, you're going to have some urges. Makes sense, right? Because you've been... (laughs) teaching yourself and drinking. And so when we change our habits and we start making changes, our old part of ourselves and our mind is going to want to go back into the same patterns. That's just how human condition is. So you just want to anticipate having urges at the times that you would be normally drinking and you want to welcome them in. Okay. So I call this allow versus resist. So I love this image. It's like, you want to connect with your breath, open up, You can all practice this with me right now. Okay. Let's just rewind for a second. I want you all to check in with yourself emotionally. Put your hand on your chest and ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? What is my emotion? And just name that, describe it in your mind. Okay. When you have an urge, it's going to feel something like this, right? It might feel tightness in your chest. It might, your mouth might be watering. Your heart might be racing. Okay. And you just touch your chest, connect with yourself, take a big, deep breath. And you allow it to be there. You don't clench up and tight and resist. That's white knuckling. That's fighting it. You want to allow it to be there. It's desire. It's not a problem. It's supposed to be there. That's just normal. Okay. Don't be scared of that. You want to stop thinking about the drinking and you want to connect with your body and your breath. And okay. It's like yoga breathing. If you guys practice yoga or if you exercise a lot, connecting with your body and focusing on your breath gives your mind a break and gives your mind something to focus on instead of the act of wanting a drink. So planning your drinks, anticipating urges and allowing those urges to come in and not responding to them and gently breathing through. And then the more you practice doing that, your desire for the alcohol will go down because you're not responding with alcohol, right? And then you won't have so many urges over time. What is this problem costing you? So it's not just money, right? It's time. How long have you been distracted with this issue? Your health, relationships, your earning potential, happiness, joy, unknown adventures. Um, it, It kind of freaks me out. A little bit when I think about if I didn't stop drinking or if I didn't work on changing my relationship with alcohol, like my whole life right now would not exist. It's the God honest truth. It my life right now and what I'm doing and my career and the house that I live in and the relationships that I have and all the adventures I would be on absolutely would not exist. And I don't like I don't like that. <laughs> you know, like I said yes to my life. And I was willing to be uncomfortable and I evaluated the whole picture and I decided a different path. And here I am. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, What this problem 
like I can't put a, a number like a like a dollar amount on what that is worth to me, right? It's just a total night and day difference. So I just want to do some math for you. You know, that's really what people like to attach to is like the actual numbers. So um, I did a little research. <laughs> and according to the CDC, drinking is classified as heavy for women at eight or more drinks a week. Okay. Eight or more drinks a week is considered heavy. An average drink, depending on where you live, might be $7 at a bar. Women who are classified as heavy drinkers would spend at least $56 a week. In a month, that adds up to $224 if you're only drinking eight drinks a week at $7 a glass. But you probably are all like, that's nothing, right? <laughs> but most of my clients are drinking like 25 to 30 drinks on average. And that's might be like a bottle of wine. So let's say your bottle of wine is 10 bucks times seven days a week. That's $280 a month. And then going out to dinner a couple of times a week, um, what you might spend on a bottle of wine there or what you might spend on the weekend, you want to add in another $100. So on average, people that I coach are spending $400 or more um, a month on alcohol. And I'm guessing even more if there's a vacation or a party. Okay, so 400 times 12 is $4,800 a year on average. Coach Chef can tell you how much she was spending a year, <laughs> you know, just to give you an idea. If you guys have ever done not done the math on this, I highly recommend that you do. So by the time my clients find me, they've been struggling for at least five years, most of them for 10 to 20 years and sometimes longer. So five years at $4,800 a year is $24,000. 10 years is $48,000. 20 years is $96,000 on this problem. And that's just the money right? We all know that it's costing us more than that. So I think it's just an eye opener when you look at it this way. And it's like, is this where you want to put your resources and energy? Do you love it so much that this is worth it to you to keep at the level that you're you're having it now? And this is what somebody wrote in about Alive AF. This program saved my life. The amounts I spent on it was absolutely nothing compared to the amount of money I was spending on being miserable. My husband said it was worth every penny. I'm happy every day that I found this program that I could tell it was different from other programs I'm seeing. And I took the leap of faith and did it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is me on my 40th birthday out at a club in Chicago. All everybody else around me, including my husband right here <laughs> was drinking except for me. I'm drinking club soda and having the time of my life. So going back to what I said at the beginning of the class, I know you might be scared that this will dramatically change and it, it doesn't have to. Okay. You can still have your relationships there. You might have some random ass tell you shitty things about it. And it might just be time to say goodbye to that. But most of my people, honestly, there was nobody that said, I can't be your friend anymore. I haven't experienced, I have more friends now that I have done this and open up my world to not I used to filter my friends and if they drink or not. I would not hang out with people that didn't drink because I thought that they were boring. And so now I have a lot more friends because it turns out you're not boring. <laughs> I think you're way more interesting. I'm more interesting. I'm, you know, I, my life looks so much different now. I have so much more fun, so much more adventures without it. So my whole perspective on that has changed. So I'm going to talk to you about um, the Alive AF programs. So there's two ways that you can get support from me. Alive AF is whatever you want to say in your mind, alive as F or alcohol-free. Um, and that applies to both. So the first one is a customized support box. So that subscription box I was telling, at, telling you delivered to you quarterly to help you get into action towards your goals um, around stopping over drinking and start living. And each box includes a journal, a self-help book, a personal care item, fun non-alcoholic beverage that I've personally selected and drink on the regular basis, tea and more. And um, they're all hand-selected and created items by me. So I kept getting a lot of questions like, what, are, what books do you read? How do you journal? What are you drinking? What skincare products do you use? And so I decided to put all of my favorite things into a box and give that to you quarterly. And um, this, this cup right here is in this month's box. It says be alive and it's super cute, but every core, every box has something different, a new book, a new journal, new products in there. Um, and it's super, super fun. And it's a little son of like a self-care gift to yourself that gets delivered discreetly to your door. 
for you to use. And then the other part of a live AF is my virtual monthly coaching membership. And that's where you get support by me, similar to a class like this. You come in and get coaching. There's a course that you follow. Um, you get to be a part of a community and work through all the stuff with your relationship with alcohol with support. But this is what it looks like when it gets mailed to you. So it doesn't say anything about cut back on your drinking or anything. It just says alive. And then you're mailing shipping labels at the top. And this is what our first box looked like on the inside. So the book, the journal, teas, non-alcoholic drinks. Um, there's a little instruction sheet in there and a little message for me about how to use the box and each of the, the products. So it's customized each box that you get and how to use it in the best way. So this month, um, fun hat, the cup, the bear book, the journal, new um, non-alcoholic drink. I had a custom, really nice body lotion made with the Alive AF scent. I had some really fun coasters made for summertime. There's another little drink supplement, some tea. It's just jam packed with like tools to remind yourself that you want to feel more alive and want to numb out less. It's super fun. Okay. And then in that link that Steph sent, if you click on that, um, it is really fun. So it's $125 per quarter. Um, and that's the link that you can get right now. We only have 30 boxes left though. <laughs> so if you want one of specifically, specifically to get this one, to get you going, you got to get over there and sign up for it. Okay. Um, I would imagine that we would sell out this promotion and I'm talking about it for the next couple of weeks. So it will for sure sell out by then until they sell out. I can't know Donna. I would imagine that they're going to go pretty fast. I would say you probably a week, you know, um, but you can always come back and check, you know, when you're ready to look at it, there could be some more left. I just, it's hard to tell. It's hard to sell. I plan for a certain number of boxes. And then this is the second one. So we've already had our original subscribers, like they're already secured with their box. So these are just extras that I ordered for new subscribers. And these are just some reviews I need to share. I'm a box girl, but this box and what it means to me and my future me is just priceless. I adore everything in it. And I adore you, Angela and Coach Steph for putting it all together. And this is just a picture of her displaying all the things. And then another person wrote, my box came in yesterday. I'm setting up my new office area and loving everything. That box that came in my box, I'm already on chapter two of that awesome book, including and diving into my new journal today. So I just think it's really fun. Like it's super valuable if you use it. You know, when you read the book and you use the journal and you drink the tea and drink the non-alcoholic drinks and remember, like keep it engaged with it. It can really be very supportive and a nice thing to have. And this is the details on the Alive AF monthly coaching membership. So when you join Alive AF, you get immediate and you can buy them separately or together. So they don't necessarily come together. You can buy the box if you just want the box and you can just join the membership if you want to join the membership or you can do both, which I think is the ultimate. <laughs> but Alive AF is a new self-paced virtual course that I've created that provides the foundation for you to begin or continue your journey to stop over drinking and start living. We have live coaching calls, live workshops and more inside the membership. So we have two live calls held over Zoom each month. So it's a similar format to this. Um, I teach a workshop every month with, you know, engagement and support. And then I do a live coaching call where you can be pulled on and I can coach you specifically on your situation. Um, and then throughout the month, we're helping you apply what you've learned in that worksheet through or in that workshop through um, prompts and emails and things like that to keep you engaged. Um, you can get coaching inside our private Facebook group, written coaching anytime you need support. Uh, we respond within working, you know, regular business hours, but you can, you can post in there. The under, other members will come in and support you. And it's a very lovely community. Um, so that includes the private Facebook community. And then all of the calls are recorded and uploaded into your own private portal um, that you can watch and replay. The workshops will be up for a year and the coaching calls get recycled every month. So if you can't make them live, they're there with for you within 24 hours to watch on replay. Um, and it's a really nice, you know, personalized login where you log in, you have the course, and then you have your coaching calls and any other bonus resources or things that I worksheets and things that I put in there for you. This is just sort of what it looks like when you this is your personalized portal videos and all the different things that you have access to. There is not a box every month, it's just sent out quarterly, so four times a year.
So the Alive AF monthly membership is a program that allows you to join for a month and you can cancel anytime. However, I recommend that you commit for a full year to give yourself plenty of time to explore and change your relationship with alcohol. So you could come in and just need a few months and you feel dialed in and then you would leave or just, you know, give yourself like I would join and think I'm going to stay in this until I've stopped over drinking until I'm happy with my relationship with alcohol. So the new member class, it's $197 to join. It, that includes the first month. And then after that, you're billed $97 a month for as long as you stay in it. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> it really, It's a very low-cost way to come into the community, get the resources, get access to me, get coaching, get support. It's fun. Um, we definitely try to keep it light. We have, I call myself the fun step over drinking coach. So like the branding here, it's like, it's a rainbow. We keep it lively. We want to make this work fun and interesting and motivating for you. And um, that's the feel of it, right? It's very loving, non-judgmental. And the goal is to feel more alive and to focus on doing more fun things instead of just taking away something that you're super attached to. Actually, Janelle, I try to do the Zooms, the classes on Sundays. So most of the time they'll be on Sundays, either like late morning, early afternoon to accommodate for everybody's work schedules. If it falls on a holiday or something, um, then we might move it to a Monday. But most of the time I try to do it on Sundays. Yeah, it will be open. So it, I'm enrolling right now for the next two weeks. So on June 15th, I believe is the last day you can join. And then I'll, I shut it down for, and I'll probably open it up in a couple more months. So if you want to join now, it's available for you to join right now, right this second. <laughs> um, if you have any questions about it, please just type those in the chat and be happy to answer them for you. But it's a super fun, um, no brainer, not, it's not complicated. I, the course that you come in and take will help. It helps you set up your first 30 day goal you know, like what you'd like to accomplish in the next 30 days with alcohol. I talk you through how to make that goal. You can get support on making your goal. And then you have the worksheets to make your drink plan and you do evaluations on that. Um, and then you come and join the live workshop or the coaching call. It's totally doable. I would say 15 to 20 minutes a day. And then for our two live calls a month, it would be, you know, 90 minutes per call probably. So twice a month. And that is absolutely doable with anybody's schedule and any time zone, really, since I do it on Sundays as, as much as I can. You're welcome, Donna. And then this is just me and on a, on a retreat in Morocco, <laughs> same one where I rode that camel. And I only knew one person there, the retreat host, and I didn't drink, you know, traveled internationally, went to this thing I didn't know of anybody. And I was the only one not drinking champagne. And I had the best time. So don't let that direct you. Okay. If you're worried about being the only one or all your family and friends drink, like do it for you and your life matters here and what you decide and what you want with your relationship with alcohol matters. And just a couple sort of comments of what people have wrote in. Raina said, your approach and methods took me from over 10 years of daily bottles of wine to over 200 alcohol-free days in 2022 and successfully moderating on my pre-planned social occasions. Thank you, Angela and team SODSL. It's huge. Another one, celebration. I know I just started, but if you only knew, I had my first social situation with no drinks on my plan and I nailed it. The gal a week and a half ago would have said, F it, I'm out with a girl celebrating our friend's 50th and I'm celebrating too. So changes can happen really fast. And that's it. So you can buy them together or separate. There's the links. Thank you, Steph. If you want to drop in the link to the um, box again, that would be awesome. And you guys can click on these links in the chat, open them up into a separate browser. So you'll have them when I close down the class. Um, and if you're on my email list, you'll get them probably tomorrow or something too. Um, and if you want them and you don't have them, just email us at hello at AngelaMasenic.com. You can also go to my website and find them, the links. It's AngelaMasenic.com. And if you go to the events tab, it's there. You're welcome, Trina. Great idea with a su subscription and very affordable. Yes, I hope you join. You're welcome. Does anybody have any questions? I'm going to come back to you and stop sharing my screen. Thank you. You're welcome, everybody.
And some people have questions about like privacy and stuff. If you want to join the membership, the, the online membership, you can remain anonymous if you want to. Um, you would just let us know when you join, send us an email. Um, you can join the Zoom calls as anonymous as well. And if you want coaching, just you just have to let us know so we know who to call on. Um, and you can sign in under anonymous name. Some people join the Facebook group and they join under an alias. So there's no way to like track them. It's not unusual at all. So I just want you to know that's an option if you're if you're worried about your name being exposed or something like that. That's never happened in all the years I've been doing this, by the way, but it's a valid concern. So that's there's ways that we can work with that and get around it. Oh, I'm so glad, Tracy. You've been listening to the podcast and it's helping me with alcohol and eating. You're welcome. It's universal on what I teach around alcohol and eating as well. Yeah, I I lost a lot of weight by using these same methods as well. Um, and it, it really is life-changing. So what other questions can I answer for you? Any questions about what you learned today? Mindful drinking versus unintentional urges, planning. You've got me. You're very welcome. All right. Well, if that's it, then we can call it. Look at the time. Nailing it. <laughs> love you too, Kelly. I love you all. Thank you all for being here. I really appreciate your engagement and your time. And I hope to see you in a live AF. If you have any questions about the membership too, just send me an email. Hello at AngelaMasenic.com. And I'd be happy to answer them for you. All right. In the, in the link that Steph put in here, it's AngelaMasenic.com forward slash Alive AF. There's some frequently asked questions you can check out too. Read through all the details if you're interested in joining. I have all of the classes the titles of the classes that we teach for the and through next year listed out everything that you get and what's included. Um, so you can explore that a little bit too. All right, friends. I hope you have a beautiful rest of the week. I believe in you. Believe in yourself. Okay. Mwah. Bye. Hey, wasn't that a really good class? Thank you for everybody who attended and who listened and participated. I believe in all of you. And I really do believe that with some intentionality and some focused attention and goals and support, you can have the relationship with alcohol that is best for you. And if you want my support, now's, now is the time to join Alive AF, my monthly coaching program. Click the links in the show notes and come join me there. We'll see you soon. Bye.